Hi, this is Kiki from Mission Spooky. When we first started this podcast, we were absolutely sure we knew what we were doing. And we kind of did. But some of our first episodes are pretty rough in comparison to what we do now. We love the research and all the fun we had recording these first few episodes, so we didn't want to archive them. Instead, we decided to let you know things get a whole lot better in the future. We appreciate you listening to these old dumpster fires. And now, on with the show. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. We are gathered here as advisors, as scientists. Welcome to Mission Spooky. I'm your fantastic host, JC. With me today is the pretty okay, standardly mediocre Kiki. What's up, Spooksters? So the weather in North Carolina, been pretty nice. A little bit rainy, but um, last day was about 67 degrees. Can't really complain. So... How was it going? Pretty good. Still, still recovering from from the flu thing. Uh, it's almost as though we're recording this directly after recording Hillier Review too. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 almost like I've had zero time from the last episode to to heal. But here we are recording because somebody has to go on vacation, so we have to do multiple recordings in one session. So in the last episode, I mentioned Alistair Crowley. And I forgot to send you guys to another podcast if you want to know more about Crowley. It's one that I highly recommend. And that would be episode 55 of last podcast on the left, who honestly, if I hadn't listened to them, I probably would not be doing this right now. So go listen to them. I mean, uh, listen to us first and, and then go binge all of like what over 300 episodes now closing in on four yeah it's your fault that i'm listening to them my fault oh you should listen to this podcast you're all this is weird shit why don't you listen to this podcast and then i did and now i'm back into this weird shit and doing this so hey thanks you're welcome world i created mission spooky you you did yeah sure you did Yes, thank you. Thank you. You came to me and said, hey, whatever. And I was like, hey, we should do a podcast because I like doing this shit. Yes, I planted the idea in your mind. But before that was you should listen to all of last podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Religiously. It was ridiculous. I, I was in like the house with the earbuds in like all the time. I kind of went nuts and I, yeah, I did it. I listened to the whole thing. It was great. But, you know, Marcus Barks, my spirit animal. When it comes to research. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Go, Marcus. Yay. So if you guys follow us on Instagram, then you probably know by now that I'm a huge foodie and someone who used to work in the restaurant industry. And so I can't visit Greensboro and not tell you guys the best places to eat. So um, number one, Alex's Cheesecakes in downtown Greensboro absolutely wonderful. And I used to cook at another location. 
that was very close to Alex. And one day he came over and tasted my cheesecake, which was called Jack's Cheesecake. I named it after my best friend, Jack, who actually designed it for. And Alex paid me probably the best compliment ever as a chef, which was, hey, your cheesecake is really good, like almost as good as mine. Well, I think it's better than his, but whatever. Shh, don't tell him. Anyway, um, awesome place to go downtown. And then uh, definitely mentioned Sticks and Stones, which I talked to you guys about on Instagram and showed you some awesome pictures of their pizza. Marvelous clay oven pizza, just the absolute bomb. And they always have a really good beer selection as well. And then lastly, we always eat at Delicious for baked goods. And since we kind of spoil little man, um, his birthday's in January and it's so close to Christmas that we always have two birthdays for him because, you know, why not? He's my one and only. And so he gets uh, two birthday cakes and he gets one from Delicious every year since he's been born. And well, I should say every year he's been born and able to eat solid food. He's gotten a special cake from Delicious. So I highly recommend them. And they're over on Lawndale Drive. Sounds like fun. If you don't bring me back a cheesecake, I quit. I just literally told you that the cheesecake that I make is as good as Alex's, if not better. So you make a cheesecake, you bring me one of Alex's, and I will test it. All right. I get two cheesecakes. Yeah, once again, it's a plan that has no downside for you. Yeah, no, that's how I live my whatsoever. life. Always, always going up. up. All right. So we don't have that much to talk about beforehand. I'm technically not here. Just my ghost. Uh-huh. JC is barely here because he's still sick. And uh-huh. so we're going to break for sponsor now. And when we get back, we're going to talk to you about the Cave of Kelpius, your uh, listener's choice, peculiar Pennsylvania episode that you guys voted on. I just want to make it very clear that you guys voted on this one because um, in the words of one of the best movies ever created, you guys chose poorly. Nice. All right. Cave of Kelpius. I was calling it Klepius by accident. Oh, by the way, this is our pivotal show. Number 13. Yeah. My personal lucky number. 31 backwards. I don't believe in a lucky number. Oh, whatever. That's unfortunate because you're not living your best life if you don't have a lucky number. Uh, False. I'm living my best nut life with every number being the same to me. So the Cape of Kelpius sounded like it was going to be so much more interesting than it actually is. This is the death cult one, right? I mean, I did loads of research. I obviously know what this cave is already, guys. So here's where they get you. They're like, this is a death cult. You should totally do the Cave of Kelpius, making it sound all like super sexy. Like, yeah, I want to do death cult. Hell yeah. And then you find out. It's uh, really not sexy at all. JC, you did your homework. Why don't you tell us about the Cave of Galbius? Well, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a cave where people have gone. And it's not, um, it's not a sexy cave. I'll tell you that right now. I would not have intercourse with this cave. Um... (laughs) That is, that is, you know, and I think that's all we really need to know from JC right now. JC did the important research. Would he, you know, have sex with it or not? A cave. 
And no, he wouldn't. He would not. Okay, guys, it can, it's only going to get worse from here. So what are the rumors of, of this cave? Like, what is the story? All right. So here's the tea, guys. There was this man named Johannes Kelpius, and he led a band of European separatists to the banks of the Wissahickon in uh, what is now Philadelphia's Fairmont Park. He comes here to Pennsylvania in 1694, and he actually came at the invite of William Penn because these guys were seeking religious freedom, and they were coming up on the millennium for them, which would have been 1700, and so they were basically believing that the world was going to come to an end in 1700. And and this is something that I always say about these quote-unquote death cults is that it's always the world is coming to an end at the turn of a century. You know, it, 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 look what happened when we, we did 2000, when it was, the, you know, 1999. And, oh, my God, the computers aren't going to understand anything and we're going to lose our, all our information. So it, it's, it goes back even further than this. But this group was thinking that 1700 was going to be the end of the end of days. A little bit different, uh, though, than most quote unquote death cults in that they they weren't as bad as like others. They they just wanted to live out the rest of their lives in peace and quiet and not be bothered. And so they kind of set up a little commune. And um, it's amazing. They didn't rape anybody that I could find. They didn't kill anybody that I could find. <laughs> they basically just set up on the Wissahickon River and, and kept to themselves. I'm very interested in this death cult. Yeah, because they actually weren't like a bunch of buttholes. Yeah, 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 and they just wanted to be left in peace and quiet, which is my ultimate dream. So here's what they did. They made a large meeting house. Okay. They studied astronomy. They Nerds. S- they started a botanical garden and an orchard, and they actually taught children in the community about those things, and they offered prayer, healing, and... um. They wrote poetry and music. So, yeah, this really is not that bad of a thing. Yeah, they sound like they were good for the community, and they tried to make the world a little bit better place before they thought it was going to blow up. Wait, how did they think the world was going to end? Why, I'm so glad that you asked that question. Uh, So, they called themselves the Hermits of the Wissahickon, or mostly better known as the Society of the Woman of the Wilderness, which in and of itself is so typical of anything. This group was completely male-based, but they called themselves the Society of of the Woman in the Wilderness, but apparently women were not invited. So there you go. That's because women probably looked at this and were like, guys, you're just being dumb. Yeah, you guys are being idiots. It's only going to be 1,700, man. Don't worry about it. So the the latter, by the way, this society of the woman of the wilderness is a reference to a passage in Revelation in which a woman flees to the wilderness seeking refuge from the end of the world. So <laughs> following the example, ex- except the fact that they were all monks and they were all men, <laughs> they established themselves in, in the Wissahickon woods. And um, it's actually an area even to, today it's called Hermit's Glen. And this is the reason why it's called that. And then the nearby road is Hermit Lane. So, yeah. It's about 40 of them. 40 monks all together. So, to answer the question then, they were looking at revelations. And they were thinking that they were seeing the signs of the end of times. And and this is why revelations needs to not be taken so goddamn seriously. Because it 
isn't <laughs> it's not what you think it is it's it's literally like the end of times for them at the time that they wrote it because they were concerned that people were going to go back to the old way of life and it was talking about roman occupation and being careful not to get caught up in the roman gods and goddesses that these bad things could happen to you or the end of your world would happen if you did it's literally not to be taken seriously it's never ever going to be an actual end of the world thing and that's me speaking from my catholic background i would love if the romans could take over the world again so kelpius was actually philadelphia's first mystical guru and guess where he was born um sweden no you get three guesses oh okay uh france no um england (laughs) no (laughs) he was born in transylvania Ooh, yeah it's pretty cool was he a vampire no sadly no uh, he was 26 year old. Or, bleh, he was 26 years old when he formed the society. Oh my God! At 26, I couldn't. Have, uh, fuck that. Yeah, can you imagine being 26 and like forming a society? <laughs> you know, our mine would have looked a lot different. <laughs> our generations were so lazy. When I was 26 years old, I was just you know, I was just living my life, enjoying my life, working at a place. Doing my best. This guy's off starting societies for the end of the time. For the end times, you know. Good on him. Good on him. So you're 26 years old and you get invited to come to the new world. And the only way to get there is to sail. So you're just typical time. If you're going from England, it was 25 to 30 days on a ship. So it takes you almost a month just to get here. And then you get here and then you have to form your a whole society because you have nothing. You have to build all of it. You have mm. to build your house, your housing. You have to build, you know, it, it's kind of crazy to yeah. think about, you know. Yeah. And having the skill sets necessary well, to luckily, even do that. Luckily at that point, they didn't have like, you know, inspectors coming around being like, well, you know, your outlets are two foot off the uh, floor, and they're supposed to be three foot, so we're going to have to tell you to restart building. Uh, oh, and yeah, we did just put that rule into effect last week, so... Mm. Um, yeah, I used to work construction, guys, uh, so I understand the pains. But if you could just go into the woods and build a house, it's not that difficult. Just fell a couple... I mean, it's difficult. It is. But it's, you know, you can do it. You moved here, you built, you had to build all your own stuff. And supposedly they're using the cave to store books and scientific equipment. Okay. There's a little bit of a conjecture about whether the cave is a real cave or if it's just a spring house. We'll get to that uh, a little bit later here. After I tell you guys more about the death cult. (laughs) That sounds more like just a bunch of hippies, really. Yeah, that's what it's sounding like. <laughs> Since, oh, goodness. Okay, so when the end of the world didn't come as planned, right? Kelpius and his monks decide they're just going to stay there and continue to create art and music and study astronomy 
and help the community. They didn't disband until after Kelpius' death in 1708. So that's kind of neat, you know. One of the later members of the society, Christopher Witt, painted the first oil painting in America with Kelpius as his subject. And that painting is currently housed at the Historical Society of Pennsylvania. Nice. If you want to go see it. No, I'm good. No, I mean, like, if our listeners want to go see it. Nah, they're good. (laughs) (laughs) So until the 1940s, the structure, currently called Cave of Kelpius, had a fireplace and chimney that was removed uh, through vandalism because people are buttholes. True. It does hint at having been more than a spring house because of that. So the true identity of this cave has been debated for many years. It's marked today by a granite monolith placed outside the entrance uh, in 1961. And the guys who did that were actually the Rosicrucians, which in itself is a mystical brotherhood that claims to have secret wisdom dating back to ancient Egypt. And they consider Kelpius to be the original American Rosicrucian. That could be a whole separate episode. Rosicrucians could be like a whole separate crazy cult type thing. I don't know if I want to get into cults on Mission Spooky unless they actually are part of Pennsylvania in this case. Well, I guess we could because they're claiming that Kelpius is the first American Rosicrucian. Yeah. But uh, you'll find this in the 1800-acre section of the Wissahickon Valley Park, which is part of Fairmont Park which I'm going to tell you guys is enormous. And um, yeah, it's enormous. And that's what she said. (laughs) Fairmount Park, and people don't realize this, it is 9,200 acres and includes 63 parks altogether. It's five times larger than New York City's Central Park. Wow. Yeah, you could put five Central Parks inside our Fairmount Park in Philadelphia. Nice. It's crazy. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before. It's also where a lot of dead bodies used to pop up because it's so large. (laughs) There's parts of it that are still very wooded. And uh, I always tell people, stay on the trails. Don't don't wander off too much. Yeah. It's not as quite as murdery as it used to be. But and, and honestly, it's not that people were getting murdered in Fairmont Park. You know, they'd be killed elsewhere and then dumping the bodies in Fairmont Park. So see, so. I think we talked about this in one of our early episodes. I feel the key is to get your victim to where you plan to dump the body while the victim's still alive. Because then you don't have to worry about, like, lugging them around. You have to, hey, you want to go for a walk in in a park? Yeah, we'll just go for a walk, man. It's nothing big. Just have some conversations. And then that's when you murder them. Five... Oh, wow, this is a weird six-foot-deep hole you got here. Yeah, real weird. So we're, we're back to death, even though... We're talking about death cult, and it seems like it's a bunch of hippies. So, yeah, I'm going to put some fucking death into this. Um, Via jokes. So we went from being... This was being a wholesome, partially wholesome... I came into this expecting to talk about a death cult. I know. I'm really sorry that it's not like that. You should be. This That's is why I part. said they chose poorly, apparently, on this one. On this one, you guys chose poorly because it really isn't as creepy spooky as um, we were kind of hoping it would be. But we're still doing it because you guys voted on it. So, And we know. give you guys what you want. Exactly. 
That's what we're here for. for naked pictures of me. Please stop asking for that. <laughs> I'm not. Dear doing God, it. please, please stop asking. Unless for you pictures join the two hundred dollar Patreon tier that we don't even have up yet, but we will, and then I'll send you after but a no. year. After a year in that Patreon, it's here. I will send you one picture of me naked. God no, because then we'd have to change our Patreon account to adult again. And we know what happened last time. It was a total mistake. That time it was a mistake. So, well, you know, yeah, we do what we got to do. That's what I say. <laughs> so there's actually a um, Kelpius Society. You can go around to, today. Yes, but it's not what. Hold on. It's not as cool. I think it's cool as a, from a historical perspective. OK. Oh, it's boring. Right. And here we go. So you can go to kelpius.org, K-E-L-P-I-U-S dot org, and you can give donations for this. I think it's actually kind of cool. Um, the Kelpius Marker Committee started arranging for the establishment of historical markers at the site through the Pennsylvania Historical and Museum Commission. You can visit um, this dot org site, and it's going to tell you more about um, giving donations if you'd like to. You can join the Kelpius Society. So, you know, I'm totally fucking doing it okay because i want to be a member of the kelpia society uh future activities then include research publication site development uh, restoration of the garden and the orchard archaeology and more and i think that um they currently do yep they do they do tours of hermit's glen and you can meet at the kelpia's community marker on hermit lane between Barnes street and henry avenue and it's about an hour and 40 minute tour. Let's bring good shoes for hiking. And again, if you go to the kelpius.org site, you can sign up for this to, to arrange a tour. And then your tour is going to be the Kelpius Cave, the Hermitage Mansion, Lauriston Cottage Site, uh, the Henry Avenue Bridge, Ridge of the Wissahickon, and, and Lover's Leap, which ooh, we might get. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe we should talk about that at some point too this is where it branches off see we we learn about one thing and then branches off into other subjects that we can talk about so you know anyway oh poor cave of kelpius you're just so boring i don't know what to do for you you poor baby oh and i'll put some um photographs up too and maybe even map it out for you guys that want to go visit because you can go you can totally go see this whenever you want to well, yeah, it's a uh, public park land, so just obey the rules of the park. Now, are there any, like, hauntings reported here or anything? Nothing? No, no, this was just one of those, like, peculiar PA okay. ones. Like, it's just a really cool place to go visit, especially in the summertime, um, even, well, springtime, even in the fall, because you're, you've got all the fall vegetation, you know, turning colors. It's, that might be a really neat place to go to. Johannes Kelpius was a pretty smart dude. By 22, he had a master's degree in theology and had already published several works and began this, um, I'd say it's a cult because it's really not, it's more like a group of people. (laughs) But they were all drawn to pietism, which is that whole monks thing, which we will get into briefly when we talk about the Goblin of Easton, because there were monks involved in that story. Can't wait. Uh huh. That's, That's coming another, up in another week. You know, we're just giving you guys a lot of fun-filled episodes this month, where we're not <laughs> completely 
debunking them and being like, wow, this is the worst thing I've ever talked about in my life. I did not, okay, listen, did not debunk Grand Park. Grand Park is what it is. It that place is haunted, and I intend on going there and doing some of my own investigation. All right, guys. So I got nothing else on uh, on Johannes Kelpius besides him being just a really nice guy who um, just wanted to live his life as a monk on a, along a river, and um, yeah, nothing spooky goes on there. Nothing. This is gonna be a really really short episode. Yeah. Well, you know. The research was done. Uh, I would say we did an equivalent amount of research. I would say we both came to this with a lot of knowledge about the subject. Um, And we're both, you know, much wiser for this. And our listeners are going to be the wisest of people because they're listening to our wisdom. I will tell you something. I got a really awesome compliment from someone that both of us know in real life. I'm not going to mention her name just because I don't know if she wants her name mentioned or not. But we both know who she is. She said, you know what? I started listening to your podcast and I'm learning so much about the area, about certain things I didn't didn't know about. And I love it because she's loving the history and the historical stuff and the learning about the people and and then also about the ghost stories. So so there that that was like the best compliment that I could have possibly gotten. It was really sweet. The best compliment I could have got is any I give myself. No one can top me at giving me compliments. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> so it's, it's true. I'm not I can't refute it actually. I mean No, no. No one can beat me. So another aside that sort of has something to do with that compliment. Um, reminds me of uh, something from the ghost story guys that I was listening to that cracked me up. I think I'm on episode 20. I really enjoy them. I think it was Brennan who was like, don't go around asking people to listen to your podcast because it's like, it's like one of the single most terrible things that you can be like, have you listened to my podcast yet? Have you listened to my podcast yet? Um, I am that person though. <laughs> like, to our friends. To our friends, I know. Same. I'm like I'm like a little car salesman. I'm like, hey, hey, do you listen? Have you listened to the podcast yet? Because you know you said that you would. Have you done it yet? Yeah. Okay. That's what. Here's the link. I'm gonna send it to you right now. You need to listen to it now. My mom says she can't listen to us because we're not on any of her radio channels. <laughs> I'm gonna put my mom on blast right now. I love you, mom. <laughs> that that's how I put my mom on blast because my mom's the best. I'll I'll die, die on this hill. There's not a force in this world that can make my mom do anything she doesn't want to do. That's what I'll say. I would say same, except that all three of us, girls especially, are really good at guilting her into doing things for us. So I would never guilt yeah. my mom into doing anything, except all the time. <laughs> and I say that because it's... She guilts us into things all the time. Oh, my God. She's really good. She's like the master guilt tripper. Yeah. I have a passport and everything like because of her. It's great. And I don't mean a literal passport. I mean a, a guilt trip passport. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like a trip. Okay. Yeah, that was a bad joke. That was a really bad joke, guys. Really bad. I'm back on my uh, 
migraine medication, which is making me like super crazy right now. I love it. But hey, I'm not in any pain. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Okay, so anyway, we're going to take a short break for our musical guest. Hailing from FBI's most dangerous city in Illinois, this is Rob Wissenhunt. And the song, much like this episode, is called Trainwreck from his 2019 album, The Variable. When we come back, Spooky Squad news and shoutouts. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm going to do my shout out first, which is to this time another podcast. They are called Grief Burrito. Haz and Jordan are freaking hysterical. And if you're looking for a gaming podcast with also pop culture and a bit of paranormal thrown into it, it is funny as hell and really informative. I loved their end of year roundup that they did. They have a two-parter for like the best games of the decade. That was really cool. And I actually agreed with most of it anyway. Um, and I discovered them through Podchaser. So Podchaser.com, great place. You can write reviews. You can learn about other podcasts. You can learn about creators. Um, we're on there now. So I'll just say it now. Go ahead and find us on Podchaser and please rate and review us because it, it means a lot. We get a lot more notice than too. And the more notice we get, um, you know, the, the more that we're going to be doing this, you know, so you have your shout out today. Yes, I would like to shout out the podcast Scared to Death. They are a uh, big podcast, um, but it's it's nice to listen to them. I enjoy their setup. It's a husband and wife, uh, and they just tell scary stories. And that's it. It's simple, it's good, and it's fun to listen to. Scared to Death, available where anywhere fine podcasts are hosted on Alrighty, and if you want to join the squad head on over to patreon.com slash mission spooky we have tiers at the one and two dollar levels one single dollar gets you my undying fidelity and a shout out on the cast and then the two dollar level gets you access to our booper rails plus the shout out we are still working on our other levels but we got the one and the two. Hey, you know what? If it's just $12 a year that we get from a bunch of people, that is a lot of money generated. And what what our intentions are is to basically, I mean, I think we're kind of in agreement here that we, we want to start our own paranormal investigations and we need equipment. We're not, I don't want to join somebody else. We, we got our own thing going on here. Yes, that is, that is true. 
I would like to have paranormal investigations again. That would be fun. This will be one of your last chances to get in on having your ghost story told. We're going to be wrapping that up then um, in about one more week. So this is this you'll have this week and then you're going to have one more week to get us your ghost stories dealing with haunted restaurants that you worked in or if by some chance you happen to work for the King George Inn in Allentown when it was at its heyday, I would love any ghost stories directly from anybody who's worked there. And you can send that to Mission Spooky Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Feel free to email us again with questions or comments on any of the other previous episodes. If you're a PA, New Jersey, or Delaware band, and you want us to uh, feature you on our podcast, or if you own your own music, because we just had our band from Sweden, Foghorn Lonesome, so that was pretty cool. Basically, I'm saying you don't have to just be in this area. I would love to have any cool music on. Please contact us through private message on Instagram or Twitter, or you can email us again at that missionspookypodcast, gmail.com. And you can find all of our musical guest songs on our Spotify playlist. Just type Mission Spooky 2020 in the search bar. We're going to continually be adding to that. So Rob's song will be on there now. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mission Spooky and on our Facebook page that JC rules with an iron fist. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Again, it means so much to us to get obviously positive feedback. If you hate us, then, um, you know, just just don't say anything. <laughs> and again, rate and review us on Podchaser. Taking us out once again is Rob Wissenhunt with his song Trainwreck off of his 2019 album, The Variable. Please go show him some love on Spotify where you can hear the entire album. And as always, stay spooky and don't die. But if you do, contact us. Um, if you could send a, uh, YouTube video of your nonverbal communication, that would be, uh, preferred because I'm tired of listening to your voice.
It's a train wreck, so just leave me if you're gonna 